141 confirmed overdose deaths in Rutherford County. Statistics for 2022 appear to be even higher with an increase of more than 20%. The Rutherford County Drug Task Force has funds available to help local organizations further combat this epidemic. To get involved in the fight against the addiction to drugs, visit the Coalition for Success at PC4S.org. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, and you're listening to Prep Football. IDST's halftime show continues here, and time to get some stats on this first half. Fans heating and air, JHA Company, and Winners Trophies with those stats here at halftime. And uh, the only guy who can read the stat card tonight is Rod Edwards. <laughs> That's not a good thing. Is it? Well, as long as you can read it, it's good. And I know you've been keeping up with him. And Thomas Santel, I don't know, has, has he got 5,000 yards tonight? <laughs> it is the Thomas. Thomas Santel show. He has four touchdowns, three by rushing, one on a uh, passing touchdown. Uh, but look at Santel has 165 yards rushing on uh, three, seven carries. He has a 209 yards passing, six out of nine, 209 yards passing, total of 374 yards. Chris Fetcher has eight yards rushing. Uh, they have a total of 173 rushing and 209 yards uh, total passing. Uh, one of the big play we saw at the beginning of the game is Terry and Grant took 65 yards. Yep. Passed to the sideline, he used his speed, and he outran him. And then Caleb Watson as the tight end up the middle. All of a sudden, that has become a big weapon for them. I think everything else that they do opens that up. And Watson has caught passes of 54, 15, and 15 yards, uh, 84 yards that he's responsible for. So uh, really a good offensive uh, game. Struggled on the defensive side. Uh, for the quarterback, DeLauder, impressive athlete. Uh, he's had 91 yards, uh, 6 for 12. Uh, passing, he has 31 yards rushing, but he was at, because of Saxon, down to negative 16. So He's yeah. really done more damage, you know, for us when he, he scored a touchdown and he got some key yardage uh, later. Uh, then uh, Robert Bailey's been a horse, tried to slow down. He had 83 yards. Uh, so uh, it's been a uh, high-octane offensive game. But I tell you, that last series by Siegel was big. They have a ball at the, their own five-yard line. They will take it all the way down and score with four, like 48 seconds left. And the big thing to me was they had several passes, which they haven't really been doing. And you could see them setting their sights on Santel. We've got to stop that run. We've got to stop Santel. But now you open that up, and Santel's going to have more openings for him in the second half. A lot more options for the Seagull Stars as we start the second half because of that series. Got to cut out the penalties, though. That is most definite. I yes. mean, uh, penalties, yes. I mean, they've. They had well over 100 yards in penalties, I would think, uh, are very close to it. Shelbyville didn't have as many, only had one or two that I can recall. So you cut that out, uh, you know, and, and they did a better job in the second quarter, and the offense got rolling. They actually won the second quarter 21 to 8. So right. after trailing 15 14 at the end of the first quarter, so uh, some good things happened there. Got to keep that momentum here in the second you half. You do, and they got, and the Shelby Bulls got some dangerous weapons with the Lauder passing or running. Bailey's tough runner, and so, I mean, they, they can't have the ability to keep you off balance. 
with the run, quarterback faking and running, and quick outlet passes, and then sometimes they're going to burn you with one straight down the field if you're not careful. Well, that is uh, a look here at your halftime stats brought to you by Winner's Trophies, JHA Company, and fans heating and air. Again, a reminder, tomorrow night it's a doubleheader opening weekend on State Farm Prep Sports. Smyrna at Riverdale tomorrow night. Other games, Blackman hosting Brentwood. It's Oakland versus Independence. Rockvale at Nolensville. Stewart's Creek at Tullahoma. PCA is at Eagleville and MTCS at Columbia Academy. We'll have score updates on all those games. And we'll also, by the way, have uh, the coaches show on Saturday morning, the Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner. Well, that is your Ideas Tees halftime show. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at WGNS Sports Radio. That is a new X, formerly known as Twitter account there, okay? At WGNS Sports Radio. Follow us there. Like the page or like uh, or follow us. That's what you do there on X. It's so weird to talk about it that way. But anyway, follow us there. You'll get uh, all the scores, podcasts when they're posted, uh, all the information about our broadcast schedule and more. So follow us at WGNS Sports Radio. All right. We're about to get ready for the second half. We'll take our final time out here, wrap up the IDST's halftime show. Two minutes for us, and we'll return to Shelbyville. Siegel leads at the half, 35-23. Quick, convenient, efficient. Three words that we all hope to experience when we do business. Our goal at JHA Company is to bring just that to an industry that's traditionally dictated to the customer when it's time to do business. Whether you're purchasing class pictures in a yearbook, class jewelry, a letter jacket, school spirit wear, or senior graduation products, we strive to make the experience quick, convenient, and efficient. Find out more at jhacompany.com. JHA, your one source for an unparalleled scholastic experience. Dr. Automotive is the cure for your car. Brothers, Danny and Randy Brewer, have been providing Rutherford County with ASE certified auto repair for nearly 20 years. You'll receive courteous and friendly customer service every time. Why? Because we grew up here and you are our neighbors. Foreign and domestic auto repair and maintenance on Hazelwood Drive in Smyrna, just off I-24. SmyrnaAutoRepair.com, 615-220-0971. Just ask for Danny. Craig's Tax Service. We perform tax preparation, individual tax returns, corporations, partnerships, and all your payroll bookkeeping needs. Brandon Craig with Craig's Tax Service. We fulfill all your tax preparation needs from individual returns to corporations and handle any of those scary letters you may get from the IRS. Craig's Tax Service at 142 Heritage Park Drive. Call 890-2233 for an appointment. We're proud to support all Rutherford County athletes. Craig's Tax Service, 890-2233. Shop your favorites at Dillard's, JCPenney, Rue 21, Hot Topic, and more. Grab a bite at Crab Fever, Sam's Sports Grill, Olive Garden, or Miller's Ale House. With more than 60 retailers, you're sure to find something that you'll love at Stones River Town Center. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for style tips, upcoming events, and sales information. Stones River Town Center, awful Fort Parkway in Murfreesboro. Shopping centered on you. Online at shopstonesriver.com. I'm State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton, and you're listening to Prep Football. State Farm Prep Sports here on News Radio. WGNS is brought to you in part by our friends at Animal City, Music World, Drummer's Den, Stones River Town Center, and Mills Family Pharmacy. It will be Siegel receiving here to start this second half, leading 35 to 28. 
Don't forget to uh, check our website, WGNSSports.com. You'll see the uh, scores updated there as we go through the evening tonight and all of the uh, football games. About to start the third quarter here. Again, Siegel up 35-23 and ready for this second half kickoff by Ben Betzelberger. And the kick is away. Going to be returnable for the Siegel Stars. That's Corey Jennifer from the 25 to the 30. Still on his feet. Finally muscled down around the 37-yard line. Pretty nice return after. Stayed on his feet there. They're actually going to put him back at the 36. So it'll be first and 10 for the Seagull Stars. Ball just to the right of the near hash. They're moving right to left here in this half. White tops, navy pants, navy numbers for the Stars with white helmets and the star insignia. Black shirts and pants with some gold trim and numbers for the Shelbyville Golden Eagles. Got some royal blue in there too. Santel, who's been the man in the first half, handing off this time to Owen Black and not much doing there for Black, actually gonna lose a yard. They have really tried to key on bouncing it to the outside because the middle's been pretty tough to penetrate tonight. Uh, right. Good penetration by the Eagle defense. Sack it down. A couple of receivers to either side. Santel steps out of the pocket, now on the run. Throws way downfield, and it's a jump ball. Incomplete. Tended for Grant, but knocked down, and almost really Micah Threat became the receiver and Grant had to become the defender. Yeah, it was ball was a little behind uh, Grant, so he had to reach back so he had to not push it down. Third down now and 11. Ball placed back at the 35 yard line. Siegel with a bunch set of three on the hashes right side. And Grant on the numbers here near side. Pump fake, way out there, wide open is Caleb Watson. Lots of real estate, 50, 40, 30, 20, 10, 5. End zone, touchdown, Seagull Stars. What a huge, huge play, 64 yards. Him and Watson are making a good combination. This time, Watson's down the sideline. Santel to Watson, quiets this crowd. That's back-to-back touchdowns going back to the last touchdown of the first half. Santel to Watson. This coming with 11.07 to play here in the third quarter. Toots touchdown for the Seagull Stars. Don't forget, Toots is open late after the game tonight. Just head right up Shelbyville Highway for all these Seagull fans that are here. Find Toots on South Church Street in the borough. They're also on Broad and Highway 96 and in Smyrna, too. Well, it was nice to put the score down. All I do is put the 
Uh, two lines, two Just lines. A ditto. <laughs> ditto, ditto. <laughs> Extra point is good by Schofield. And your new score, Seagull Stars 42, Shelbyville Golden Eagles 23. You're listening to State Farm Prep Sports. We all want to take care of as many things in one trip as possible. That's why Mills Family Pharmacy is ready to take care of you. Mills Family Pharmacy is one of the area's only full-service pharmacies, and they have a walk-in clinic, a drive-thru, and a gift shop on site as well. They can do special orders, home delivery, and even package your meds at no charge. Go see Dr. Chad Mills and Dr. Craig Buckner at Mills Family Pharmacy at the corner of Church Street and Veterans Parkway. Online at MillsFamilyPharmacy.com. Mills Family Pharmacy, a proud supporter of Rutherford County Prep Sports. You know, everyone has a more. First, it's a pony. Then to be on the cheer squad. Your more grows up just like you do. But your more can still carry you away or make you cheer. At First Bank, banking local gets you more. More of our time, more access to local bankers, more flexibility, and more product choices. Because getting more empowered and confident helps you pursue your more. That never grows old. First Bank. Bank local. Get more. Member FDIC. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, and you're listening to Prep Football. Our game tonight of State Farm Prep Sports brought to you by good neighbor State Farm Agent Andy Womack at 1535 West Northfield Boulevard near the Ford dealer. That's State Farm Agent Andy Womack. Here's the uh, kickoff by Harrison Zolt. And a modest return to the 30-yard line for Shelbyville. And, Rod, I would think Shelbyville is probably feeling a little deflated now because Siegel has scored uh, four touchdowns in a row. Yeah, right now the momentum is totally against them. Their, their backs are getting against the wall now. Uh, they're going to, something they're going to fight out of. We'll see if they are capable of doing that. Have a chance here to try to do that. 42 to 23, and DeLauder loves the pass here to the right side to Washington, but didn't have enough on that pass. They're, they're, their shoulders are slumped. Their heads are down right now. That's what it looks like. This is when you want to step it up. Second down and 10. 10.55 to play here in the third. Give up the middle. Siegel snuffs this out. I believe that was Big Bailey on the run for just a couple. And it was. Actually, only I said a couple, but yeah, they're going to put him at the 28. So about a yard and a half. Third and long for Shelbyville. Bailey is on the right hip of DeLauder, and DeLauder is going to be sacked. A quarterback brown bag special drawn up by the Seagull Stars and Andrew Ricks. It'll be fourth down for the Golden Eagles. Well, he smelled blood, didn't he? Sure did. You see him come up when he was on the outer edge. Caught him from the blind side, didn't he? Uh, yep. DeLauder doesn't have the same... I don't know. Focus or he doesn't have the same energy. Energy. Yeah, there you go. That was that was the word that was on the tip of my tongue there. So only the second punt of the night for Shelbyville, but this one comes on their first 
series here of the second half. Much better punt this time by Betzelberger. But Siegel's still going to get it at the 38-yard line. They're 38. And this thing could get out of hand for the good guys from Murfreesboro. Siegel can tack on another one here. They have scored after trailing 22-14 to to start the second quarter. They have scored four in a row. Two runs by Santel and two passing catches from Santel to Watson. Trips to the right. Stack set over there. Pass is going to be caught by Drew Hostetler, and he's off to the races. 45-50-40, and tripped up, and a flag thrown at around the 34-yard line. Tackled by Robert Bailey. Flag on the play. Bailey made the tackle, but the way Hostetler went down, it's like he was jerked back. And if Rod were the official and he threw the flag, it would be a horse collar, and I bet that's what it's going to be. And now the uh, <laughs> Shelbyville coaching staff is not very happy about that. Penalty on Shelbyville sends the horse collar tackle. It is the horse collar tackle. Told you. <laughs> <laughs> Shelbyville coach over there didn't like that, though, did they? No. I don't want to say that too loud. He could beat me up, I bet. So this is going to be marked off. And it's going to be inside the 20 now for the Seagull Stars. Ball placed at around the 19, I think. Hostetler did it on a bubble screen. It's two big passes he's had in the game. First and 10. This time it's Christian Fletcher trying to edge out a couple of yards there and bounced it out. Around the right hash. One. Give him about a yard. Yeah. Second down. Ball, I think, is at around the 18. Close between the 18 and 19 yard line. On the right hash. Three wide. Spread out here near side. And now Santel keeps. He's at the 10. He's at the five. He dives and loses the football right at the goal line at about the one. Who has the football is the question. And I think Siegel has recovered it right there at the two. So Santel is going to pick up 17 yards, and it's first and goal. Christian Kopp came up with the fumble recovery. First and goal for the Siegel Stars. First and goal for Siegel at the two. Who gets the call this time, I wonder? Eight minutes to play here in the third. Now we've got a cramp. And that's Caleb Watson who just immediately went to the turf to work out a cramp. First one of the night. At least it hasn't been high humidity. We might have had more. Yep, first one at least for play stoppage, things of that nature. Working that cramp out there. Our game brought to you in part by Ideas Tees, Dan France Concrete, our friends at Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Middle Tennessee Christian School. No score. Still, and they start the second half with Laverne and West Creek. 
So they're in the third quarter of play there. Tomorrow night, our microphones will be at Tomahawk Stadium, Bill Watts Tomahawk Stadium, Tom Nolan Field, for the battle between Riverdale and Smyrna. It's a Rutherford County game. It is a non-region game. We've got a lot of those here in the first several weeks of the season. Next week will be at uh, Blackman at Stewart's Creek. It is first and goal from the two-yard line for Siegel now. Got the cramp all worked out. Siegel's still running some personnel out on the field. And looks like they brought in Christian Kopp as one of the receivers. Little flare pass into the end zone for the touchdown. And that's a Santel pass to Maddox Grisham. Touchdown Stars. Two yards on that pass and catch. And that was the uh, number five, Grisham. They snuck him in on in the game on us here. And so we're busy writing. Yes, we are. <laughs> That's what we call stalling here to write it down. So Siegel scores the touchdown with 7.47 to play in the third quarter. And the kick after the two touchdown, no good. No good. On the PAT, Schofield's legs getting tired, I guess. Your score, Siegel 48, Shelbyville 23. You're listening to State Farm Prep Sports. Parks Auction, we handle everything. You have a staff that comes to your home. They tell you what to do. They walk you through it. It's been my experience that what I thought I should get for my home, I got much more for it. Visit our website at parksauction.com. Parks Auction, 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. You've heard people say, you know your work by your name. There's no better name for residential and business concrete work than Dan France Concrete. From basic slabs to decorative stamping, for your next concrete project, call Dan France Concrete, 615-642-5152. This is Dan with Dan France Concrete, wishing all Rufford County student athletes a great season. Study hard, play harder, and be safe. Trust me, Dan is committed to the community and will offer you a great product. He'll stand behind his work and make sure you're satisfied with every aspect of the work. Dan France Concrete. I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack, and you're listening to Prep Football. Two-yard touchdown pass, Santel to Grisham. And Siegel leading now 48-23, 7.47 to play here in the third. At Shelbyville, Siegel trying to ruin the home opener for the Golden Eagles. And it's a kickoff here by Zolt. And a nice return here, Ransom, 35-40, breaks the tackle, 10-5, end zone. And the Golden Eagles score on the kickoff return. Long run by Ransom. 
They're going to go for two here, I'd say. And when they do this, they have Maddox Wright lined up behind the center, who is 66 and not on the roster. Now they all line up, and Betzelberger will kick, and the holder will be Maddox Wright. The second time they've attempted the PAT, now a flag. This is against Siegel. They may decide to go for two again. So kickoff return by Shelbyville to chip away at Siegel's lead here a bit. We get the running clock. Yep. <laughs> it's going to take us a little further away from that, isn't it? We were being really greedy during the timeout. Siegel is, uh, or the penalty against Siegel is declined. No, it's not. They finally move half the distance. So a little bit of a closer chip shot here for Ben Betzelberger, the junior kicker and punter for Shelbyville. The extra point attempt. Snap set, good. Kick away. Kick is through the uprights. And that makes your new score 48 to 30. Siegel still on top here. You're listening to State Farm Prep Sports. Head over to J. Mullen Jewelry to check out their selection of rings, watches, custom designed jewelry, and much more. They're a local business located at 352 West Northville Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro. They have gifts for all occasions, weddings, graduations, anniversaries. Whatever you need, you can find it at J. Mullins Jewelry. That's at 352 West Northfield Boulevard or online at mullinsjewelry.com. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Celeste Middleton. Give me a call at 615-895-2700 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Local business owners, you know how important it is to be here for your customers. I'm State Farm agent Dana Womack, and I run a small business in Rutherford County, too. I'm here to help you protect your small business. Call me at 615-900-0877. I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman, and you're listening to Prep Football. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home scoreboard update. Uh, Laverne and West Creek still scoreless as they go to the fourth quarter. On your Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home scoreboard here with 7.30 to play in the third. 48-30. Siegel on top. Shelbyville just scored on a long kickoff return by Ransom. And now an onside kick. It did not go the distance. But the ball is touched by Siegel and recovered by Shelbyville. Even though it didn't go the distance, the onside kick is recovered. I don't think it went the distance. It bounced off. It went the distance, bounced off, back over the line. It did go the distance, you think? Okay. Yeah. It was very close. But I know it touched Siegel first. And that's the biggie. So things could get really interesting if they score here. Siegel needs to bow up defensively. 
onside kick recovered by the Golden Eagles. Nathan DeLauder. They give to Bailey in the backfield, breaks one tackle and skirts across the midfield stripe to the 45-yard line. Going to pick up five Bailey yards on that carry. Stay down in five for the Golden Eagles. Second down, five yards to go. That kickoff return was 80 yards, by the way. For Ransom, then the onside kick. So a little momentum shift here maybe a bit. A little more energy coming out of Shelbyville in the first series after kickoff uh, return for TD. Quarterback sneak here. Gets a couple. It's third and about two. Ball at the 42 of Siegel for Shelbyville. Nathan DeLauder sets him down. Two wide left, one to the right. If they give it to Bailey, Bailey right up the gut to the 29-yard line. Well, he just blew downfield. Telling you what, Robert Bailey is a load. He's a big kid. He's only a sophomore, Rod. Wow. He's got a future hit of him. Yes, he does. He is a great-looking running back. 5'10", 170 pounds. And this is Bailey. Make that Chandler. That's 11, Chandler. Gets it down after the five-yard gain to the 24-yard line. Ball on the right hash. 5.47 to play in the third. Siegel up. 48-30. An 18-point lead. This time, not much room for Rocky Chandler. Going to give him a yard. And third and five. Siegel was able to tighten things up in the red zone early in the first quarter. Got the first series stop in the red zone. Shelbyville attempted a 39-yard field goal, which was no good. But stops have been few and far between. They've only punted twice. They bring Crenshaw in there this time. Works off the left side of that line. Powers his way down to the 16-yard line, and that's going to be enough for a first down. Nice hard run. He met uh, potential tacklers about three yards past, and he broke, broke loose and got the first down. First and 10 for the Golden Eagles. And DeLauder's going to keep it himself. Goes to the right, then turns it upfield. Going to be brought down from behind, but he does pick up a few. DeLauder on the by Gross. That was a good job by the defense. I think DeLauder was afraid he would fake that and go big yardage, but they were able to stop him. It's Gross, I believe on that tackle. Second and eight, so he picked up two on first and 10. Ball at the 15, clock drops under four minutes to play in the third. Looks right, stops, plants, across the middle, incomplete. Well defended by Siegel, intended for Ransom. 
who definitely has the wheels, I'm telling you. So third down and eight. It's going to take. Big incompletion because now this is a big first down play for them. Yep. Probably in four down territory. They do have one fourth down conversion here in this game. They got to get the ball around the five to get a first down here. Zip it to the right and hit is right, and the ball pops loose. But he was down. Going to lose a couple there, I think. He hung on to it. <laughs> it bounced out, but he, gra- he grabbed it back, I think. He sure did. So fourth down after the loss, it's fourth and nine and a half yards to go. 334 to play here in the third. Siegel up by 18. Shelbyville threatening at the 16-yard line, going for it on fourth and nine at the 16. DeLauder has some time. Pass across the middle is going to be caught right near the goal line, but he's not in. Going to be downed at the one, and I'm trying to see who that is getting up slowly. And that is Micah Threet, the senior wide receiver. They're going to mark it back, though. They had it right at the goal line, but it's right about the one now. So it's first and goal. From the right hash, they bring the bruiser in. And Crenshaw gets a late push from one of his offensive linemen into the end zone. So Shelbyville with back-to-back scores. Flag on the play. There is a flag on the play. Crenshaw with the touchdown. But this is a penalty that's going against Shelbyville, I think. He pointed that way. The official. Probably after the play, maybe. Unsportsmanlike? Possibly. Penalty on the Golden Eagles. They haven't really reported it. All we know is there's a penalty. So Shelbyville has just scored. Must still be trying to decide. I'm not sure what they've done. I don't think there was a touchdown. No no touchdown. That's right. They took it off the board. But getting it in this time is Nathan DeLauder. Nathan DeLauder from five yards out gets the touchdown anyway. Makes your new score 48-36 with the extra point or two-point conversion upcoming here for Shelbyville. So Golden Eagles scored on a kickoff return. They are going for two. The pass is going to be thrown wide, and it's going to be no good on the uh, two-point conversion. Now it's scored back-to-back. Your new score, Siegel 48, Shelbyville 36 on State Farm Prep Sports. Does being a caregiver for your loved one wear you out? Then Arosa Care is here to help. 
Arosa has an experienced team of caregivers and licensed care managers who help families make educated decisions regarding the aging process. This is Erin Keogh Rankin. Let me help you. Call us at 615-848-6774 or find us at arosacare.com. First National Bank of Middle Tennessee is dedicated to our community. Hi, I'm John Allen, Vice President and Commercial Banker at our 3427 Memorial Boulevard location in Murfreesboro. Let me help you expand, purchase, or build. With local people and decisions, we offer the best in true community banking. Come visit us today or check us out at fnbmt.com. First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, Equal Housing Lender, Member FDIC, NMLS 401715. I'm State Form Agent Emerson Williams, former running back at Oakland High School, and you're listening to Prep Football. Well, thank you there, Emerson. Also, State Farm Prep Sports brought to you in part by our good friends at First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, Dr. Automotive, and State Farm. 48-36. Siegel had an 18-point lead. Well, that is even more than that. They had a 25-point lead. Now that has dwindled away. Penalty marker thrown. And Shelbyville was offsides on the kickoff, so they'll have to kick off from the 35 now. I think they were trying onside kick again. It appears that that's what they were doing. Siegel has five-man front there. So I think they're anticipating. We'll see if that is part of the game plan here now. Worked last time. It is. High kick. It's going to go out of bounds. Didn't get the bounce there, Rod. Mm -hmm. Did not. Tried to go to the right sideline. So Siegel catches a break here. You know, they, they might as well go for an onside kick. That, that paid off to get them kind of back in the game. Now, sure. Now this, this is winnable for them. Well, now if you're, you're Siegel, offense hasn't been out there in a while. Hopefully they can kind of pick up where they left off. Don't want any rust here. Probably expect to see Santel run a little bit more. They've been trying to pass and, you know, they didn't. We'll see what's going to happen here, but they may think we've got to eat the clock up and we've got to move the ball. 44, or make that 48-36 your score. 2.44 left here in the third. So Siegel's 25-point lead is now 12. Ball at the 41-yard line of Shelbyville now for Siegel. Trips to the right, one receiver to the left. On the run from left to right is Fletcher. Now turns it up around the hashes and gets across the 35 to the 32-yard line. And a nice run by Fletcher. Delay handoff right there. And uh, they kind of froze the Shelbyville defense, Rod. It did. And uh, he was really running hard. Made a nice sharp cut up downfield. Picked up nine. Quick pass right side to Hostetler. 
just outside the numbers, and he rumbles inside the 25 to the 23-yard line and picks up a first bank first down. Getting up slowly is senior Chase Simpson, big lineman. But he hobbles to the line of scrimmage, first and 10 at the 25 for the Stars. Twin receivers to either side. Wide side here is the near as the ball is on the right hash. One of the near side receivers at the hashes, one between the hashes and the numbers. Now a flag thrown on the far sideline. Is this another sideline warning? Or sideline penalty? It is not. It's a procedure against Siegel. Legal procedure on the Siegel Stars. That backs them up five. Something you don't want to do right now when you want to try to go ahead and score and stop the momentum of the uh, Golden Eagles. Finally have a score in the uh, Laverne-West Creek game in the fourth quarter with 8.07 to play. Score is 2-0 Laverne. A safety. Well, nice run by Fletcher this time. They tried to bring him down by his shirt tail three times, but he gets to the 20-yard line. Bobo and three on the tackle. It's going to be second and about five, so a five-yard rumble there. Minute seven. Would that not be something if Laverne wins a game 2-0? Only 8.07 to play in that ball game. Yeah. That would be. There's not many scores like that. No. Sounds like a baseball score, doesn't it? Yeah, or a forfeit score. That's usually what they put down for a forfeit. 45 seconds to play here in the third. And Santel decides to keep. Now diving across the 15 to the 13-yard line. And he comes up a bit hobbled there. I think he's going to be able to work that out. And I think Siegel is going to let the uh, clock run out here on the third quarter. They're headed over to the sideline. He's not walking good. No, I don't like that when I see that from him. That's going to be the end of the third quarter, I think. Yep, play clock and game clock are off by one second. So time's going to run out here on the third. We go to the fourth quarter. Seagull Stars trying to hold on and win one here at Shelbyville. They lead going to the fourth, 48-36 on State Farm Prep Sports. Hello, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Often when a man or woman finish pre-planning their funerals with me, I hear, we should have done this 10 years ago. Or, I thought about doing this years ago, but just never got around to it. Seems that we often put off the inevitable for ourselves. As one wise pastor put it, it's never too late to do what's right. Why not mark down on your calendar to call me to talk about your funeral needs at 615-893-2422. It's never too late. Hi, this is Dan at Music World and Drummer's Den. We have more drums than anybody in the area, I guarantee. We have Ludwig, we have Gretsch, we have PDP, and what about cymbals? Oh, we have cymbals. Zildjian, Pasty, we have Soul Tone, we have every kind of cymbal you can think of. We have new, used. We are Music World and Drummer's Den, 2762 South Church Street, across from Indian Hills Golf Course. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama, and you're listening to Prep Football. 
are back. Ryan Barrett, Rod Edwards here tonight. John's going to join us. That's the plan tomorrow night. We've, we've worked out transportation up to the stadium ramp, and then Ooh. he said give him two hours, he'll get up the steps. So <laughs> we'll see. He'll be up there for halftime show. <laughs> But uh, plan to be there tomorrow night at Riverdale as Smyrna comes in. Friday night football. Got a treat this opening week with a couple of games Thursday here and Friday as well. Siegel with it first and 10 at the 20. Ball batted in the air and intercepted. Went high into the air and William Bobo comes down with it. That thing looked like a missile. It went very high into the air, and then Bobo comes down with the tip ball. Second turnover of the game for Siegel. Now we'll go down, I guess. That's a tip ball. It was never caught, so I guess it would have to be a fumble, even though it went in the air, or would it? It didn't hit the ground? It did not. That'd be an interception. interception, I guess. It did not hit the ground. You're right. Well, the onside kick, and now the turnover here, and a big run by Robert Bailey to the 24-yard line, gets him out of the shadow of the end zone. Boy, that killed a great drive by Siegel. It did. Notice Santel was still really lipping bad. The Lauder, quick swing pass to the left to Washington at the 30. Angles out of bounds at the 33-yard line. Shelbyville trying to up the tempo here as well. Going to be second and short. And now we've got Grant down with... A cramp, pardon me. So he is going to, he's going to do the old uh, peg leg walk (laughs) to the sideline. Both legs. (laughs) Yep. He is definitely all cramped up. But he's got to keep them straight as he can. (laughs) He's kind of walking like a guy you would expect on a ship with an eye patch, you know. He gets some help from the trainers. He's walking a little better as he gets closer to the sideline. And now the uh, officials allow for a bit of a water break. The temperature is not bad, but I have noticed it, it is pretty humid, isn't it? It's, yeah. And the face humidity has increased since the evening's gone along. It seems that way. It's going to be even warmer tomorrow, so all of those pleasant things we were saying about the temperature and stuff tonight, we probably won't be saying tomorrow. It's going to no. be in the 90s, I think. Here's DeLauder. Pump fake, slings it downfield. It's going to be caught by Micah Freed, and it's a foot race. He's going to score. Costly turnover. 70-yard touchdown pass. 70-yard pass. DeLauder. And that makes this a very close game now. 
Shelbyville has scored three in a row. Onside kick and a turnover. Shelbyville has scored on both of the Seagull turnovers in this game tonight. They Turnovers are haunting. Betzelberger for point. Snap, good. Kick away. It's high. It is through the uprights. Your new score with 11.05 to play. 48-43. Siegel holding on by their fingernails right now. They still lead on State Farm Prep Sports. Hi, this is Wade Hayes of Toots Restaurants. And 38 years ago, we introduced a half-pound burger to Murfreesboro, Tennessee, using our own ground beef recipe and a fresh Lewis Bakery's bun. Well, 38 years later, we're still serving you the same delicious, juicy half-pound burger. Toots, good food and fun since 1985. At Toots Restaurants, our quality has not changed. Our portions have not changed. Our products have not changed. Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. I'm State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton, and you're listening to Prep Football. We're back on State Farm Prep Sports, brought to you in part by good neighbor State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman, 125 Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial Boulevard. Jeannie Allman, State Farm Agent, bringing you sports here tonight. By the way, uh, Laverne found the end zone. They now lead West Creek 9-0 with 3.31 to play in the fourth quarter. So a touchdown and a two-point conversion. I'm sorry, a touchdown and a safety for their nine points. Well, here's the kickoff by Shelbyville. It is not an onside kick this time. Going to be returnable here for the Seagull Stars. And a pretty good one. Up to the midfield stripe and into Shelbyville territory goes Seagulls' Braylon Turner, number 81. So Turner on a good return there to put Seagull down here. Rod uh, only up by five now. Fourth quarter, you've you got to have a score here. You do. you got to stop the momentum. If you uh, turn it over to them, uh, you're in trouble if you don't score. Quarterback Thomas Santel was shaken up earlier and walking a little better. He's walking a little better, but there's still a little uh, hitch in his giddy up. Two wide left. Now two to the right as Caleb Watson lines up as a receiver. Quick pass to Hostetler. Turns it up around the hashes. Now crosses to the midfield and going to be muscled down around the 42-yard line. So picks up about six yards, five to six. It'll be second down. Well, one thing I think that does, Rod, at least watching him on offense after he's hobbled a little bit, they're definitely not running him right now, so no. that takes that threat away. Right. 
And I'm sure Shelbyville's noticed. They, yeah, they know that. Trips to the left. Either side of the hashes and one around the numbers to the left side. And now Shelbyville has encroached. So that'll cost them five and give Siegel five yards here and should be a first down. And it is. Going to mark the ball at the 37, make that 38-yard line now. So first and 10 for the Seagull Stars. They get a first bank first down by virtue of penalty against Shelbyville. Santel's walking around like it's like he's constantly cramping. He's got that same peg leg walk we saw a second ago. High pass and Robert. It's number 19, Logan Kelly. So there's a loss, big loss on that play. Second, yeah, and 14 now, back at the 41. He came up and timed it perfect. As soon as he caught the ball, he nailed it. That's when you, as a receiver, you're hung out to dry. Yeah. Just kind of lofted that one out there to him, didn't he? Yeah, he he doesn't have a zip on the ball either right now. Same set as last time. Wide side is the left as the ball's on the right hash. Santel has Owen Black in the backfield with him. Back to pass, looking, looking. Now rolls out. Penalty marker thrown. Santel just hurls it to the sideline. And this is going to be a big call here on the flag. Probably holding the on Seagull, imagine. Things have definitely swung the other way. Oh, and now another flag thrown. So holding Seagull. And now our intentional grounding Seagull. Boy, things are unraveling. Now you should only get one penalty, though. You choose which one you want, don't you? Uh, there's still some conversation happening here, at least. They put the ball back at Siegel's 45-yard line. They've got to get to the 27 for a first down. Okay, okay. Holding the recline. Okay, so they take the intentional grounding. Because that will be a loss of down. That makes sense. Yep. So now they're going to pick the ball up at the 45. And marks to the 41. They're definitely going the wrong way for Siegel here. So the ball is at their 41 to get a first down. It's like trying to see it's a bad angle for me here, but it looks like about yeah. the 28 the ball yard ball goes where he passed the ball from. He lost it down. Third down. So now third down. Third in Lynchburg, as Kevin Wright would say. Santel, back to pass, pump fake. Now steps up in the pocket, he's in trouble. He's brought down at the 41-yard line. 
first down. Santel very slow to get up. Santel tackled by Thompson. And the Shelbyville trainer is actually the first one to get to him. He slammed down on his back and his head might have snapped on the ground. So the Shelbyville training staff was really quick to get out there to him. I mean, he, he went down and did not move very much. Now the white hat is in there to talk to him and applause and he's he's going to trot on off so he's going to be okay there he is definitely showing signs of wear and tear had 200 yards in the first half but it's been a struggle here in the second half especially this fourth quarter and rod <laughs> well I, he hurt his ankle yeah pretty bad i think they may, they may have him taped up really tight that's why he's running kind of funny, but he's not right. Siegel led with 7.47 to play in the third quarter, 48-23. Now on fourth and 30, Siegel's punting, and they lead 48-43. Get a nice kick, though. It's going to twist and turn down to the 16-yard line. So that helps. 8-10 to play here in the fourth. Really, really, really need a Seagull stop. Yeah, and it must have it. Defense is going to have to step up. Big plays by Shelbyville. Uh, kickoff return of 80. Then a five-yard touchdown by DeLauder, but then DeLauder to three on a 70-yard pass and catch. They've scored three in a row. This time it's Bailey twisting and turning to the 18 for a couple. Sack it down. I don't know what their game plan is here. With 7.45, I guess the first thing is if you're Shelbyville, you want to score and take the lead. But they're running some very short plays here, and the lauder takes it right side for a couple. They're playing a – I guess my point is they're, these last two plays have been pretty conservative. Yeah, it was something like you would do if you were you, you eating up the clock. Right, that's, that's kind of what I was getting at. But you got to have the lead before you can start eating clock, I would think. Mm-hmm. Now it's third down and four. Siegel could use a stop right here. The lauder walks up to the line, marks a few signals, and now back in the gun. Slings it out right side, almost oh. intercepted by Quentin Groves, incomplete. Well, he read that. Oh, boy, he did. Had it, he was going in. That could have been six. a big six. Yeah, boy. Fourth down, deep down here, you would think they're going to punt. Stranger things have happened. That was a strange series. It really was. It was conservative, conservative, and then the pass was. I mean, it was a hot, I mean, just a, a sideline pass, pass yeah. you, know, you know, which can be risky. 
Groves with a great play right there for Seagulls D. Play clock is down to nine. If somebody's not out there, so they're just getting. They're going to have to burn a timeout. Shelby Gold takes a timeout, so will we. Under seven minutes to play. Seagull holding on by their fingernails up 48-43 on State Farm Prep Sports. For more than 36 years, Wilson Bank & Trust has been proud to serve communities all across Tennessee. As an independent local bank, we provide banking products competitive with large banks, but delivered with personalized local service. Wilson Bank & Trust has been community-focused since 1987 and looks forward to many more. Discover the power of local community banking that truly makes a difference. Give us a call or come on by any of our local 30 locations or visit wilsonbank.com to learn more. Member FDIC. Market declines, unemployment, oil prices. Don't let headlines derail your long-term financial strategy. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Lee Colvin. I'll work with you to help you understand the impact of short-term events and how to be positioned for the long-term. We provide the tools for a disciplined approach to investing. Call 615-907-7056 for an opportunity to discuss your situation. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, and you're listening to Prep Football. We're back here on State Farm Prep Sports for News Radio, WGNS. It's Brian Barrett, Rod Edwards here with you. And here is the punt. High, angling to the right, not very long. Gets a nice bounce, though, from the 40 all the way to the 48-yard line. For Betzelberger, Siegel dodged a bullet. Now the offense gets to go back out there. We'll see what happens. I can give you an update on the Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home scoreboard here tonight. The first final of the season is in for our Rutherford County teams, and it is the uh, Laverne Wolverines, a winner tonight over West Creek by a final score of 9-6. to six. West Creek scored at the end. Maybe they missed a kick. I'm not sure for an extra point, but that uh, safety was a biggie in that game. So congrats to Coach Woodward, Mike Woodward, and the uh, Laverne Wolverines, 1-0 after tonight's win. First and 10, Santel back out there at quarterback, keeps it, runs left side, 45-40, 35-30, still on his feet and muscled down there just inside the 30-yard line. Well, that's, that's, that's Thomas Santel we saw earlier. <laughs> know and love. and Yeah. Nice run there by Santel for a first bank first down. Maybe he finally got hydrated or something. Looks over to the sideline here. Clock at six minutes and 25 seconds left in the ball game. Siegel clinging to a 48-43 lead. It was Fletcher's back out there. Siegel has the ball inside Shelbyville 30. Snap. They do give to Fletcher. Fletcher up the gut. Fletcher 25, 20, 15, and down right there. Knee down at the uh, 16, actually. And another big first down run right up the gut for Fletcher. Those are two big plays, two first downs in a row, deep in their territory. First bank, first down, back-to-back first downs for Siegel. First and 10, 5.43, clock rolling. 
Play clock at 18 seconds. Santel walking around like he's at the state fair looking for a Chiro. Now sets him down. The give to Fletcher. That, and then Fletcher goes down as they had the blitz on and they're trying that delay handoff again, gonna lose a couple of yards. Logan McGee tackled both of them. Don't Not see that way. often, do you? Nope. It's going to be a loss on that play of more than two. It looks like about three, actually. So second and 12, we'll call it. Clock drops under five minutes to play in the ball game. Siegel. Let the play clock run down. It's at 10 now, and now I think Siegel's going to call a timeout. They do with four minutes and 38 seconds to play. Siegel timeout. We'll see what happens on the other side. They lead 48-43. When you need commercial HVAC services, trust the experts at Roscoe Brown. Our promise to you is to perform the correct service at an honest price. Our technicians have the skills, knowledge, and tools to fix most commercial HVAC problems on the spot. When your Roscoe Brown technician arrives, they'll explain all your options way before starting repairs. That way you can make an informed decision before work begins. At Roscoe Brown, we're not happy until you're happy. Roscoe Brown. RoscoeBrown.com. This is a paid legal ad. When a family member is lost as a result of someone else's negligence, the grief can be unbearable. It also leaves you with a lot of questions like, how did this happen? Who's responsible? And is my family gonna be okay? That's a lot to go through, but with the law offices of John Day on your side, you don't have to go through any of it alone. We understand what you're going through and we have the experience to get the answers, justice, and compensation your family deserves. Call the law offices of John Day. I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack and you're listening to Prep Football. Santel fakes the handoff. The pass to Grant is caught right at the one-yard line. It's first and goal for the Seagull Stars. What a play. Thought they kind of sold out on the run, and then great pass by Santel. Delay handoff to Fletcher, and Fletcher's going to be knocked down after a couple of yards. Knocked down for a two-yard loss, let me put it that way. So second and goal. Ball back to the four-yard line now. Four minutes to play in the ball game. A Seagull score here will put a lot of pressure on Shelbyville. It was a big pass to Grant. Siegel rolls to the line of scrimmage. Ball on the left hash. Fletcher to the right of Santel. Twins to either side. And it's going to be Santel keeping it, but not much up the gut. They really had Fletcher and Santel played well on that. It's third goal. They covered the whole middle. There was nothing open. He's going to have to go around the side to get open. Well, third and goal from the four.
receivers to the right at the hashes and the numbers. That's the wide side. Two more to the left. Santel looking left side. Passes that way. At the end zone. Touchdown! And guess who it is? It's big number 25, Caleb Watson. That's a four-yard pass and catch for the touchdown. Seagull Stars. That is the third touchdown to Watson tonight. Watson's down still. It's cramping again. But he was able well, to get he, the touchdown. He made the catch, so he can he can cramp for a while. It's <laughs> <laughs> all good. So the score comes with 2.45 to play in the ball game. And so now they give a water break here. And you may think, you know, hey, we had cooler temperatures and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we have. It's it's not 90 degrees, but it's 80 degrees and pretty humid. And it seems to have gotten more humid as the night's gone on. I don't know about yeah. you. And they're, they're not used to playing this long, this intense. It's, it's different when you're playing in a full game. Yeah. Jamborees and, and scrimmages think, and I all. I think Santel, <laughs> maybe a lot of them is, is cramping. He keeps cramping. I think Fletcher's been cramping. The way they were both running there towards the end. Well, Toots touchdown, of course, for the Seagull Stars. Don't forget, order Toots online at toots.com or on Uber Eats, too, by the way. Extra point attempt by Schofield. Snap set. Good. Kick away. And it is good. So your new score, Seagull Stars 55, Shelbyville 43, 2.45 to play on State Farm Prep Sports. We're talking with Anne-Marie Brents at Rick's Barbecue on Warrior Drive. Our sandwiches are very popular. Our pork and our chicken are probably most popular pulled meats. We have spare ribs. They're delicious. They fall off the bone good. We don't put sauce all over our meat. And that's so you can choose mild or hot sauce or their signature white sauce. White sauce is our special kind of secret sauce. It's delicious. It's kind of got a kick to it, but it's not too spicy. Barbecue smoked chicken ribs, loaded baked potatoes. Check out Rick's Barbecue, 212 Warrior Drive. Dr. Automotive is the cure for your car. Brothers, Danny and Randy Brewer, have been providing Rutherford County with ASE certified auto repair for nearly 20 years. You'll receive courteous and friendly customer service every time. Why? Because we grew up here and you are our neighbors. Foreign and domestic auto repair and maintenance on Hazelwood Drive in Smyrna, just off I-24. SmyrnaAutoRepair.com, 615-220-0971. Just ask for Danny. I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman, and you're listening to Prep Football. Here on State Farm Prep Sports, brought to you in part by Fans Heating and Air, Middle Tennessee Electric, Sir Pizza, Bowen's Body Shop, and Franklin's Printworks. Brian Barrett, Rod Edwards here, feeling a little bit better now. There's hope. As a lot of hope now. Yeah. Siegel taking a 55-43 lead now with 2.45 to play. Here's the kickoff. It's going to take a high bounce and going to be picked up by Ransom. And Ransom going to be gobbled up right around the 25-yard line. Clock is definitely the enemy of the Golden Eagles now. You would think they're going to have to 
take a few chances here now, Rod. Don't yeah, they think? need two scores, that's for sure. They have to, yeah. They sure can't do it like last series. Yeah. It, that really may have been one thing that kind of turned the tide. They just It was lackadaisical, the play calling there, it seemed. But that's okay. <laughs> I mean, they, they had Seagulls defense on the ropes the last series. The Lauder fakes the handoff in the pocket. Pocket collapses, and he is brought down. Maddox Grisham with the sack back down to the 20-yard line. Got to love that, D. Shelbyville to the line of scrimmage quickly, but uh, Theo Washington kind of lollygagging around. Now they get set. Quick pass, threw it at the feet of Washington. Incomplete. The last two offensive series for Shelbyville have been head scratchers. They wasted a big down right there. Now it's third and 12. It was almost like quarterback was mad at the receiver for being late getting back, and he just threw it at him. Yep. Like a, like a kick by him with a dodgeball. Cost him a down there. Twins to either side. DeLauder works about five yards behind the line of scrimmage. Big sophomore Bailey in the backfield with him. In trouble again. And sacked again. Give that brown back to Jesse Beverly. Fourth down. Fourth down. And a mile. And DeLauder, when he was slung down by Beverly, he has not moved since he got thrown down. He is on the turf. And it's a cramp. So they'll work that cramp out there. Shelbyville's first cramp of the night. We're beating them in the cramps, too. Well, at this rate, (laughs) you and I are going to cramp up before we get down these steps tonight. Oh, no, we do have to go down. Uh, At least we don't have to go back up. Yeah. Don't leave anything. No, I will not. (laughs) I'm not going to make another trip back up here. We'll pack the box up tightly. We could ever, I mean, this seems to have been the longest game. I don't know. It's its just kind of crawled along here for a while. Well, the burn's long done, and they started after we did. They started 30 minutes after. They started at 730 because West Creek got there late. I guess they hit the Nashville traffic trying to get to Laverne. They didn't arrive until 7 o'clock. But when you have 30 points put on the board in first quarter, that's going to slow things down. Well, I guess that's true. (laughs) Siegel leads here, 55-43. 151 to play. Shelbyville on fourth and 20. Bring their kicker, punter, Ben Betzelberger out. He's been about, what, 50-50 on punts Mm -hmm. tonight? Kickoffs have been okay, but punts have been shaky. One was only a seven-yard punt. 
And now Shelbyville has to burn a timeout. They didn't have enough men on the field. So let's step aside for a minute here. We'll be back. You're listening to State Farm Prep Sports. Eagle up big. Since 1966, Vans Heating and Air has been a symbol of quality for Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Alton and Jason Fan are there to ensure quality to every customer, even showing up on site. Vans Heating and Air is located on Jayhawk Court near the county school board offices. They ask that you stop by or call 615-893-7930. That's 615-893-7930. For friendly, complete service on Amana, Bryant, or American Standard Heating and Air products, fans will do it all. Sell you your choice of products and then install it with their factory-trained, experienced, professional staff. In the unlikely event you need service, Fans will be there with trained technicians. Fans specializes in new homes, custom homes, or existing buildings. Give Fans Heating and Air a call today, 615-893-7930. 615-893-7930. Good luck to all of our schools and student-athletes from Fans Heating and Air. I'm State Form Agent Emerson Williams, former running back at Oakland High School, and you're listening to Prep Football. Here's the punt by Betzelberger. He gets a little bit of a bounce. It hits at the 20. So he gets 10-yard, 12-yard bounce out of it. But Siegel's going to get the ball in really good field position here. And Rod, with a minute 36, can close it out. Let's eat it up. Waiting on him to put the ball down. The 42-yard line is where it will be placed. So it was a 12-yard bounce, and it's still at the 42. First and 10. Siegel still huddled up. They play this clock thing right here. Santel. Rolls him out. Owen Black in the backfield. They give to Black. 40, 35. Got a first down. Right to about the 32-yard line. So it's going to stop the clock. Now they roll it again. Move the chain across the way. Got it tied up there a little bit. Chain crews had a first game Working out the kinks, literally, over there on the far side. Santel with a couple wide to the right. One to the left. Santel with eight seconds. Going to let that play clock roll all the way down. Snaps the ball with five seconds left on the play clock. Give to Black. Dances forward for a couple of yards. 46 seconds, one more play. And that's going to do it here, it looks like. Play clock, game clock differential is about 10 seconds. Close-ish. That's Bedford County math. We're here so we can do that. <laughs> 20 seconds, clock rolling. Santel finds Black. Black runs to the 30. And that's going to be the last play of the ball game. And the Seagull Stars are going to win a big one here tonight at Shelbyville. It wasn't easy. There was some adversity. It got shaky for a minute. It got up by 25. 
had to hold on by their fingernails for a while. Some clutch plays at the end. Big defensive series. The last one, Siegel comes up with a big win. A couple of sacks of their quarterback by the uh, Siegel D. Siegel the winner, 55-43. to 43. We'll take a couple of minutes, and when we come back, it's the Prentice-Alsa Peating and Air postgame show. We'll wrap things up here from Shelbyville on the other side. Siegel Stars a winner tonight. Stay with us for the postgame after this. Rutherford County is in the midst of an opioid epidemic. This is District 15 Commissioner Craig Harris. In 2021, there were 141 overdose deaths in Rutherford County. Statistics for 2022 appear to be even higher with an increase of more than 20%. The Rutherford County Drug Task Force has funds available to help local organizations further combat this epidemic. To get involved in the fight against the addiction to drugs, visit the Coalition for Success at PC4S.org. It's not just your home or car. I'm State Farm Agent Emerson Williams. We see your home and car as the time and memories that you put into it. Give me a call at 615-459-2683 and let me help you give them the protection they deserve. I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-896-2013. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Shop your favorites at Dillard's, JCPenney, Rue 21, Hot Topic, and more. Grab a bite at Crab Fever, Sam Sports Grill, Olive Garden, or Miller's Ale House. With more than 60 retailers, you're sure to find something that you'll love at Stones River Town Center. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for style tips, upcoming events, and sales information. Stones River Town Center, awful Fort Parkway in Murfreesboro, shopping centered on you. Online at shopstonesriver.com. The Blue Raider fan source for officially licensed Middle Tennessee gear is Raider Tees. T-shirts, caps, sweats in all sizes, designs, colors, children's to plus sizes. Raider Tees has decals and license plates to show everyone your favorite team. Plus check out their wide selection of Blue Raider art, jewelry, even golf tee markers. Show your Blue Raider pride with the largest selection of Blue Raider merchandise anywhere by shopping Raider Tees, 910 Ridgely Road, just before the bridge over Broad behind Chewy's. It's Brian. I want to tell you why I absolutely love First National Bank of Middle Tennessee. As soon as you go in or pull up to the drive-thru, there's always a hi, what can I do for you? I've been seeing the same faces for many, many years, and that says something about them. At First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, it's more than banking. It's about people. I guarantee you'll feel the same way. If you're not getting that from your bank, come on over with me to First National Bank of Middle Tennessee on Gateway and Memorial Boulevards. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Modern convenience, local touch. Mills Family Pharmacy on South Church Street in Murfreesboro. Get a checkup at their on-site walk-in clinic. Let Dr. Chad Mills and Dr. Craig Buckner fill your prescriptions while you wait and while you browse the gift shop. Use the drive-thru or go next level. Order refills with an app. Have medications packaged by dose for free and Mills Family Pharmacy will deliver them straight to your home. Local service with modern convenience. Mills Family Pharmacy, open six days a week at the corner of 231 and Veterans Parkway. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, and you're listening to Prep Football.
Laverne and West Creek. It was scoreless in the first quarter at halftime. And after three quarters of play, but um, Laverne goes up 2-0, 9-0, and then hold on for a 9-6 win. I think I've got that right, Danny. Is that close? You are absolutely correct. No scoring for about three and a half quarters in the last eight minutes of the game. Uh, we got a little action going on down there. <laughs> Finally, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, you know the, the, the good news about it was the game moved along at a rapid pace because uh, we had uh, uh, lots of punts, um, some penalties, but lots of runs. Like the, the West Creek offense predicated on the, the wing tee, so they ran the ball a lot. Laverne didn't have much success throwing, so they didn't try to throw a lot. They ran the ball a whole lot, too. So like I said, the game moved along at a pretty rapid pace. Well, uh, obviously the the 2 nothing score came on a safety, so Laverne's defense putting some points on the board obviously helped kind of spur things along, it seems. It, it, it did, absolutely. You know, so, so what happened was, how this all set up, West Creek went for a fake punt from their own 20, didn't convert, so Laverne got it deep in West Creek territory, drove to the two-yard line, fumbled into the end zone, uh, or no, they fumbled at the two-yard line. I'm sorry, fumbled at the two-yard line. West Creek recovered. So the, then West Creek's first play from scrimmage from the two, they fumbled, fell on it in their own end zone. Laverne fell on top of them, so bam, 2 nothing safety. On the ensuing kickoff after that safety, Laverne returned the ball, drove it down deep, and then uh, the Davion Brown had a 16-yard run uh, for a touchdown with about three minutes left to go, and that gave Laverne you know, the, the, the 9 nothing lead. Well, the two teams that we covered tonight, Laverne for you, Siegel for us, well, they're going to meet next week at Siegel. They're going to play on uh, Siegel's new turf next Friday night, and both teams going into that 1-0. and That uh, Somebody's going to be 2-0 and after next week. It should be a fun night out there for them. So what, what was the final down, down there in Shelbyville? 55-43, Siegel. Whoa, so some points on the board. So we're kind of going to have the tail uh, of – Two different teams here. It's going to be offense versus defense. Like the Laverne's defense is pretty daggum good, so it'll be who, who kind of can do what they want to do. If the Seagull offense put up 55 points, then that uh, means they're pretty high flying. Yep, yep. And uh, Thomas Antell had a great night tonight. Uh, he ran for an 81-yard touchdown, a 30-yard touchdown, three passes, long passes to Watson uh, tonight, the tight end. So. Yep, it uh, should be a, an interesting night next Friday night, and uh, can't wait to see you for the Bobby Bowl tomorrow, Danny. Absolutely right, man. Look forward to seeing y'all guys. Uh, there will be, uh, for everybody on the scoreboard end of the field, there will be a uh, tent and some gatherings for former players and, and coaches and comrades of Bobby Wells. So please, I encourage everybody to show up and, and come on down there and I think they're going to have a moment before the game where those guys can get on the field in the end zone there and, and uh, recognize Coach Wells before the game. It's going to be a great night, Danny. I appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow night, my friend. Sounds great, guys. Good luck. All right. Thank you so much. That's Danny Brewer with our Dr. Automotive in-game report from the uh, Laverne victory over West Creek 9-6. Don't forget Dr. Automotive. ASC Certified Auto Repair for many decades in Smyrna. They're great guys. They do it the right way. 
and uh, do it with a smile. And I tell you what, they're, they're going to help you save money any way that they can. I know auto repair, you're unsure. Well, you can trust these guys, that's for sure, at Dr. Automotive. Rod, uh, guess we'll get uh, a few stats and do our scoring recap. I'm going to do this scoring recap pretty quick because if we go over every bit of it here with all the plays, it's going to take forever. <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll uh, get to that and then the stats here. First of all, Siegel got things started. We'll give you some of the real big plays. Siegel uh, scored 7 nothing after the 7.30 mark of the first quarter. It was a uh, touchdown pass from uh, or to Grant from Mr. Thomas Santel, one of many on the night. Sir Pizza game replays. Throws there to the left side. It's going to be taught by Teron Grant. Down the sideline, 50, 40. 30. They are not going to catch Teron Grant. He is in for the touchdown. Siegel stars. That made it 7-0 after the extra point. Shelbyville came back and tied it on a 28-yard pass from DeLauder to Threet. So we go to the 404 mark just a minute and a half after Shelbyville scored after a Siegel turnover. Shelbyville takes the lead on a 15-yard quarterback keeper by DeLauder. They went for two, made it 15-7 at that point. uh, Later in the first quarter, Siegel got back on the scoreboard with an eight-yard run by Fletcher with 2.06 to play in the first to trail by one, 15-14. And Shelbyville to start the second quarter, DeLauder with a two-yard plunge and the two-point conversion put them back up 22-14. But then with... uh, just a few seconds later, first play from scrimmage after the kickoff. Siegel's Thomas Santel on his biggest run of the night. Sir Pizza game replays. Santel fakes the handoff to Owen Black up the middle, 25 to the 30, breaks the tackle, 35 40, 45 50, 40. Cuts back inside again, 35, breaks another tackle, 30. Angles to the 20. To the 15, to the 10, to the 5, to the end zone. Touchdown. Seagull Stars, 81 yards. What a run. It's going up the middle, and as you kept saying, he broke a tackle here, broke a tackle there from left to right. Uh, He just refused to go down, Brian. The extra point good, and uh, Shelbyville led by two at that point. Santel just a few minutes later at the 9.48 mark of the second with a 30-yard touchdown run, and Siegel took their second lead of the game, 28-23. And just before the half, with 48 seconds left in the second quarter, Santel found Caleb Watson on a 15-yard pass to take a 35-23 lead into the halftime locker room. Second quarter or second half rolls around. And just uh, less than a minute into the second quarter, Thomas Santel finds Caleb Watson on the biggest pass and catch of the night. Sir Pizza game replays. Pump fake. Way out there, wide open is Caleb Watson. Lots of real estate. 50, 40, 30, 20, 10, 5. End zone. Touchdown. Seagull Stars. What... A huge, huge play, 64 yards. That made the score with the extra point, 42-23. With 7.47 to play in the third, Santel found Grisham 
The extra point no good, but Siegel with their largest lead of the game, 48-23. Then things started to change. Momentum shifting to Shelbyville. A kickoff return. The next play after that Grisham uh, touchdown catch from Santel, an 80-yard run by Ransom, and uh, Shelbyville back in it, 48-30, Siegel leading. Shelbyville would score with 250 to play in the third on a five-yard touchdown by DeLauder. 48-36 as the two-point conversion was no good. Then Shelbyville to start the fourth quarter at 11.05. DeLauder finds three on a 70-yard touchdown pass. The extra point good. It's 48-43, and it's nail-biting time. As we move along, trade some punts. There were a couple of onside kicks. They get one. However... Shelbyville comes out trailing 48-43, and they have a very weird series where uh, they try two little short run plays. It was third and long, pass incomplete. They give the ball back to Siegel. Siegel was able not to score on that drive, but on the last one at 245, this was the death nail as Caleb Watson connects with Thomas Santel on a four-yard touchdown pass the extra point good your final score 55 43 and that is a look at your scoring recap and your sir pizza replays we do it your way sir pizza that's your sir pizza game replays be sure to check out wgnssports.com for the podcast of the game and sir pizza for your next family night serving since 1965 with the best pizza in rutherford county they're ready to feed your hungry family on memorial boulevard south church at veterans parkway and on east main street sir pizza good to the very edge sir pizza you made me love pizza again and Rod, believe it or not, that was the short version of the scoring <laughs> recap. <laughs> That's about as fast as you could get it in. No wonder this game took so long. Uh, you're telling me. <laughs> so uh, you've got your final game stats. Stats are brought to you by Fans Heating and Air, JHA Company, and Winners Trophies. And uh, Thomas Santel had him a night, didn't he? Oh, he did. Uh, had two touchdowns by rushing, five touchdowns passing, uh, 191 yards rushing, 330. 43 yards passing, a total of 434 yards. No wonder a guy was cramping up. Jeez, <laughs> oh, Louise. That's a uh, that's you think mid-season. He has a chance of being the player of the week? <laughs> yeah, I think he's a very strong candidate. And uh, then Christian Fletcher had 113 yards rushing. Then we look at the receiving. Uh, Teron Grant had two uh Two catches. One was, was 65 yards. The other one was 20 yards. And the first one was the first scoring uh, drive, which really got them opened up in the game. Uh, then Caleb Watson, uh, he put on a show tonight. He had four, four TD catches. Uh, let's see. He had a total of 149 yards. And then Drew Hostetler, kind of one who wasn't, one of those you were talking about, you know, this is one of their top receivers. He had 100 yards in receptions and some great catches. Uh, just an outstanding offensive uh, game. Uh, the struggles came in uh, kickoff returns, uh, uh, defending it, and then uh, the defense struggled a little bit tonight. But but uh, you had a very talented uh, Shelbyville offense that has some talented skill players, their quarterback, Lotter, we can see why he's 
had offers from Memphis and yeah. MTSU. Passes well. He's a good runner. He didn't run as much as Santel, but he is a threat. Uh, at times, they kept him off balance. They have a hard runner in Bailey. had 114 yards uh, uh, running tonight. So, uh, just, I mean, with some good athletic uh, offensive players in the game, led to a lot of scoring. Well, I they only won one game last year, and I know they started this season off 0-1, but I, I think they're going to win some games. They're in 5A where they probably should have been, even though with the classification they bumped up to 6 for the last uh, few years. But, um, you know, and they they had some great 5A runs yes. uh, of, of recent. I don't know that they're that good to that level, but they're, they're going to win some games this year. Pretty right. good opponent. Right, and I think they're going to. Be in the hunt in that uh, division that they're in with uh, Tullahoma, Columbia, uh, I think uh, Franklin County probably is in that group. You know, that Lincoln County, I think, is in right. the group. Uh, so. And then some, some of their old rivals and such right. as well. Right, and they all are a part of this southern part of uh, low 24. Well, Rod, it was a fun opening night, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow night. Appreciate you coming on this road trip with me and um, keep me awake on the way home. I enjoyed it, and (laughs) I hope I can keep awake. (laughs) If you snore, I'm going to poke you in the side. Just know that. That's Rod Edwards joining us tonight. I want to thank you. Hope you enjoyed our coverage here from Shelbyville. It'll be myself and John and Rod tomorrow night from Riverdale as Smyrna comes a-calling on our second game of this opening two-game weekend of high school sports. want to thank our producer, Jackson Smith, back at the station, and you for tuning in. Thanks so much for joining us. Seagull Stars winners tonight. So long, everyone, until the next time we meet at the game. Rutherford County's biggest sports events are on News Radio WGNS, FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, on our iPhone and Android apps, and always at the game. This is a paid legal ad. Hi, this is John Day of the Law Offices of John Day. I've lived and worked as a lawyer in Middle Tennessee for over 30 years, and to me, every single day has been an honor. That's why our firm is so involved with community programs like bicycle helmet giveaways and our Safe Ride Home program. At the Law Offices of John Day, we're not just looking to make donations. We want to make a difference in the community we hold so dear. And if you're ever injured, know that we are here for you too. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wommel. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. So what if your roommate decides to microwave a metal mixing bowl and sets your apartment on fire? I'm State Farm agent Bud Morris. Auto, renters, frankly, any kind of insurance. I've got your back. Call me at 615-893-1417. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes here in Rutherford County. Experts in joint, bones, and muscles. And with over 65 specialists, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit toa.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA, live your best life. If someone asked, what's your more, would you be surprised? Well, at First Bank, knowing your more is where we start. Whether it's seeing your kid's college graduation, seeing the world, or seeing the ocean from your patio, 
Yourmora helps us see who you are. That's why First Bank offers you more time, more access to local lenders and leaders, more answers, and more products. So tell us, what's your more? First Bank. Bank local. Get more. Member FDIC. Does being a caregiver for your loved one wear you out? Then Arosa Care is here to help. Arosa has an experienced team of caregivers and licensed care managers who help families make educated decisions regarding the aging process. This is Erin Keogh Rankin. Let me help you. Call us at 615-848-6774 or find us at arosacare.com. Dr. Automotive is the cure for your car. Brothers Danny and Randy Brewer have been providing Rutherford County with ASE certified auto repair for nearly 20 years. You'll receive courteous and friendly customer service every time. Why? Because we grew up here and you are our neighbors. Foreign and domestic auto repair and maintenance on Hazelwood Drive in Smyrna, just off I-24. SmyrnaAutorepair.com, 615-220-0971. Just ask for Danny. Next, another special news radio. We now return to regular programming on News Radio WGNS. So Nemesis is a brown dwarf star that is our son's binary twin, and it doesn't radiate anymore. Uh, but when our son uh, illuminates it, it looks like a second sun. And uh, when it comes around our, our sun, you know, to the right or the left, then we see it. Um, it has seven planets that orbit it. Um, and, and, and 10 moons, and uh, one of those planets is Nibiru. Now, Nibiru is, uh, is different than all the other planets. Uh, it's, it's sort of the rebellious red-headed stepchild, if you will, because it's not, uh, doesn't orbit with the rest of them. It, it has a tilted, elongated orbit, and it goes all the way out, and then it comes all the way in, and it comes in through the south uh, southwest. So, you know, um, when I met uh, Zachariah Sitchin in 1995, it was right after he and, um, not right after, but like about a year after, um, Robert S. Harrington, the NASA astronomy chief, mm -hmm. and him had this interview together. I'm, I'm sure you've seen it. And it's on YouTube. People can uh, can look it up. And they basically compared notes about this system. And, and, and Sitchin was coming from the ancient history, and Harrington was coming from the present-day uh, space telescopes and, and all the technology that NASA was using to track this. And they've been tracking this for decades. And in fact, 1983, when they sent IRIS up, uh, which was this interface, you know, uh, imaging spec region imaging spectrograph, that, that it came back with a picture of Nibiru. Wow. And during, and we have that picture, it, it, and people can go to my Facebook page and go to the album and they can see it. But that picture caused 
everything to go in a blackout. So the Reagan administration saw it. He was briefed on it. And and then it went into this uh, – it, it basically became um, – Part of this cover-up, which, you know, we also call the truth embargo, is that uh, it went under this national security executive order that no one was – scientists and and researchers weren't allowed to talk about Nibiru. They basically scrubbed the the word out of the dictionary. And And if it wasn't for Sitchin, we wouldn't be calling it Nibiru because before that, everybody was calling it Planet X. That's right? right. That's right. Exactly. And um, and then, you know, they've done all these things. This is I unpack this in, in book five, The Heavens, of how they've been trying to cover this up. And I go back into the history when it wasn't covered up, when it was actually out there in the astronomy magazines. But um, they they did they went to a lot of lengths to to uh, ignore this, which is why I connect this dot to UFO disclosure, and uh, and also the fact that uh, that uh, President Reagan started the Star Wars program, you know, the Strategic Defense Initiative, which was basically putting weapons in space, and now uh, Space Force is in charge of that. So, um, and and they are preparing for something. Okay, so the secret space program, I know you've had shows about it, you know, Mm -hmm. the audience knows what I'm talking about. There wouldn't have been a secret space program if there wasn't a threat. Okay, so um, that's, you know, where a lot of this is is being uh, covered up for national security, for all kinds of other reasons. And then they went and put all these this, this checkup there that they thought, and this, this was a decision that started under Reagan, Reagan, Gorbachev, and uh, Margaret Thatcher, remember them, the trio? That's right. And they, they worked really well together, but they saw this and they made this decision. They knew what was coming and they knew that they had to do something, okay, to retard the warming. So they started putting all this tech in space uh, to try to, you know, like mirrors to, to get the, uh, the, the sun, to deflect the sun. They put a solar simulator. They made the solar simulator that was patented in 1961. And you think, you know, what, what were they thinking in 1961? But it actually is now up in space. So that's why our sun, you know, when we were growing up, and you and I are kind of part of the same generation, the, the all of our childhood pictures have like golden light because the sun is a yellow star and it puts out a golden light. But now it's like a flashlight sun. Now it's bright in your face, like blinding, because that's what light can do. It can obfuscate, it can illuminate, it can reflect, it can refract. So, so that's why people are seeing all kinds of crazy stuff up there. And and but besides 